Hi guys, welcome back to this video podcast and also this audio podcast. So in this uh, podcast, I'd like to talk to you about the ideas of belief systems. And I've done one recently about this, where our beliefs really are our own. Um, but I want to go to a, a more of a deeper level. So in life, we tend to develop forms of identity. So you may have an identity of being a mother or a father, a son, a brother, or an identity in your workplace, or an identity about money, or an identity in relationships. And then we have other aspects of our identity which can sometimes feel more predominant. So it could be negative things like, I am not worthy, I am not good enough, or I am an anxious person, I suffer with panic attacks, which there can be a form of truth there if you do suffer panic attacks. But there's a difference where we say, well, I am someone who that is what I am, like that is all you are, and that's how you may see yourself. So when we consider the belief systems that we have of not being worthy or not being good enough or not being capable because of these I am identity release, um, or these statements and ideas about ourselves, we must consider how they were formed, what actually happened, and why do we have that belief system. And evidence will probably show in our life of examples of why we are not good enough. So it could be the past relationships. I'm not good enough to have a healthy relationship because my past relationships have treated me in a way which made me feel not good enough. Maybe I was used and abused. Maybe I was um, verbally abused. Whatever it may be. Or maybe it was about a job. Maybe you went for an interview. Um, and Or maybe you went for more than one interview. And then you didn't get the job. So you come to the conclusion that, you, that is, you're not good enough to get that job that you want. So the evidence procedure of how that belief comes into existence and, existence and sticks is by our experience and the judgments we make about our experience. But as we, can, as we consider that, we consider that the beliefs were formed by isolated cases of our experience. So, for example, the X amount of interviews or the X amount of relationships or about our health, about our, our relationships, career, money, whatever it is for you. So we come to the conclusion via our past scenarios, experiences, and we formulate that is a belief system because your past experiences says that's true. But it's important to realize that in order to have that belief, there's probably going to be an example where you were worthy or good enough, maybe in a different context, a different situation. So when you say something like, I'm not worthy, I am depression, I am anxiety, that is who I am as a person, we may consider to break free of that other scenarios in our life where we are worthy, where we are good enough, where we are not anxious, where we are not depressed. So let's consider that. If someone had the belief of not being um, good enough, could we simply say, and, um, and you consider this yourself, and consider that, are you good enough to walk? Do you walk well? Are you capable of walking? Are you capable of um, watching or breathing or all those things? And then you probably will come to the conclusion that, yes, you are capable of doing so if you can. That is like a new idea. Well, yeah, I am good enough to be able to do that. Or maybe if it was around self-worth. So 
if you may in one so I'm not worthy, but is there examples in your life where you are worthy? And as you consider that, you try that on and you look for scenarios or past experiences where you are worthy. Or maybe in the scenario of I am depression or I am an anxious person, is there times where you haven't been anxious? So as you're going to sleep, were you anxious? When you lost yourself in that movie, were you depressed? So there will be other experiences in your life showing you that that is not exactly who you are. And that breaks us down, or breaks us down to the mindset of, well, okay, in isolated, in isolated cases, I am not worthy. Because I can't always not be worthy. Because there are examples in my life where I am worthy, and I am good enough, or where I wasn't depression, where I wasn't anxiety. So now we've got this example of where we are worthy and good enough, where we weren't depression. So this duality begins to come into play. Not Now we're not always generalizing our future and our past as I am depression or I am not worthy because now we're seeing other scenarios. And the more we look for different scenarios which prove to the contrary of that belief system, we will begin to break down the structure. So only through experience and continuous thinking and associations and relationships we build with that identity level of I am not good enough does that kind of surface structure, that raw structure of I am not good enough, begins to get stronger and more solid and has all the foundations to remain as an identity. But as soon as we consider everything which is not not good enough, if that makes sense, or if I've even said it right, but we look for other examples where we are good enough and worthy, we're starting to break down that belief system. It can no longer hold absolute truth anymore because there are other parts of our identity where we are worthy. So you could say to yourself, well, I'm not worthy, but then you bring to the example, or you're maybe not good enough, and then we bring to the example, well, are you a good enough parent? And you might go, well, yes, Joseph, I'm an absolute good enough parent. I always look after my children, or I am a good enough friend. So now we've got this duality of belief systems which actually go against each other. And the more you put your attention on the things you are good enough, we know that that association will build and it will start to filter through to other things. In other words, we're drawing our attention to the resources and ideas about ourselves and other examples of our life, which will have to filter through to break down the identity of not being good enough and not being worthy. The other thing to consider is that if you are not worthy, have you always not been worthy? And consider that. Have you always been not good enough? Have you always been depression? Have you always been anxiety or whatever the issue that you may be facing? And then you cast your mind back over time. Well, okay, I was not good enough when I was 20. I wasn't good enough when I was 10. I wasn't good. I didn't feel good enough. And I believe I wasn't good enough at five, but maybe four, maybe I was kind of good enough. I didn't come up with the idea that I wasn't good enough. Or if we go back further and further to the point, well, when I came out of the womb, did I have thoughts of not being good enough? You might be thinking, well, I can't remember, but I couldn't imagine myself being depressed, anxious, not good enough, not worthy, or not good at job interviews. It just did not exist in your consciousness at that point. So now we've also got ideas that that the behavior and belief system of not being good enough 
is not a solid belief system or absolute truth because we've had an experience or a time where it didn't actually exist. Even if we go to conception, if you believe in past lives, there might be a past life where you did feel good enough and worthy. So no matter your belief system, you can track back in this life or if you believe in other lives, you can track back to other lives where you had evidence where it just simply did not exist. So therefore, we can kind of come to the conclusion that the belief we hold about ourselves of not being worthy, I am depressed, or I am X, Y, Z, it cannot always be true because simply it was formulated for experience. And if we've had experiences where it did not exist, once again, we've got this idea that maybe if it hasn't, if we didn't believe that once, maybe we can start to do that again. So the key is to realize that the belief systems we hold are only formulated through some experiences we go through. And the basis of that decision of maybe not being good enough or I am depression or anxiety or I am phobic or whatever it may be, the time of that decision was probably created when you were under stress, right? So if someone has an experience of not being good enough, maybe they were told by their, um, as a child, and at time as a child, when you were told you were stupid, you were not good enough, you are in a state of anxiety, worry, and, and like really an, an emotional, maybe physical stress, especially if it's like a phobia of some sort, where you're very young or very old, you come to the conclusion in that instant that that is who you are. So you're not necessarily making the most logical decisions about yourself based on even knowledge, because you didn't have a knowledge as a child. Also, under stress, it's very hard to make the right decisions under stress because we're clouded. We haven't got the, 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 the hindsight to be able to make the right decision at that time because we're in that moment. So we can begin to consider the nature of belief systems and our identity of self to be one that we create ourselves. And if we can create it, we can bring our attention to other examples where we have something which proves the opposite. The more you do that, the more you break down the old belief system. As well as that, we may consider learnings. Well, what can I learn about this belief system? Well, maybe I didn't have all the learnings I, I needed at that time. I wasn't in the right place. I didn't have the right um, knowledge and wisdom because I was only 5 or 10 or 15 or 20 years old. Or maybe the belief system which was given to us, and by given I mean what we chose to accept, is something that we accepted, say when I was five and my uh, my mum said, oh Joseph, you're not good enough, why are you acting so stupid? Why are you a stupid person? Which she didn't, by the way, but if she did, I take that belief on uncritically because I think that my mother knows everything or she has authority and therefore I take that on. So I can actually take on other people's belief systems. So it's very interesting to realize that the associations we make, like I am not good enough, I am, um, I am happy, I am worthy, these are all subjective opinions and ultimately you can have this at any given moment. If you watch a movie and as I say a comedy and you are someone who is and has a belief of I am depressed, you were not maybe depressed in that moment while you lost yourself in that movie. So how can you be depressed? You're always in a constant flux of change, other than the judgments we make in that moment. And the judgments we make in any given moment dictate how we feel, right? So the thoughts we have create the feelings we have, and vice versa. If we feel down, we begin to think down. If we think down, we begin to feel down. All these types of mindsets come into play. But it, 
there's always that experience where we are free of something, where we don't have that problem or we don't have that identity. So maybe if we kind of throughout our day we're going, I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough, I'm not capable, I'm depressed, I'm anxiety. We cannot actually be anything at any given moment. So we can be, I am happiness. And for that matter, why do we have to have identity? Have you ever thought about that? When it comes to other than like your name, yes, you need an identity to be able to know what is, what is not you, maybe. But really, why should we have set ourselves self-imposed conditions and identities that do not serve us? Yes, we go through experiences, but maybe if we just practice the statement of cutting it right down. So rather, I am depressed or I am not worthy, we go to I am. That is what I am. I am. And we just keep having that mindset, just cutting ourselves off every time that I just am. I am in this moment. Right now, yes, I am depressed, but I am also everything else. I am worthy. I am good enough. Because there's examples. It's all about our attention. So I would consider focusing on how we can change our identity by detaching from these statements that we always have in our mind by just going to I am. Because when we I am, we are just considering everything which is not the problem. Because if you say I am depression, then you are also able to consider other things in that moment. Well, I am alive. I am wearing clothes. I am happy when I watch films. There's times where I am a good mother or a good father. So we're beginning to realize that the mindsets that we have are ultimately based on our thinking in that present moment. And the more we change our thinking, the more we'll change our belief systems. And therefore, we're undoing the beliefs that we may have about, have about ourselves. So this audio and this video can seem quite complicated in, in its essence, that um, the nature of belief systems. But I, I want you to take away that the belief systems we hold about ourselves, the identities we hold about ourselves, they're very, very fluid. They may f kind of feel very rigid and a part of our identity, but ultimately, they are things we're able to change and consider other examples of at any given moment, if we choose to. So when we have the belief of, I am not good enough, if you instantly think of other things which you are good enough, that belief system can no longer have an effect, or it not have the most power over you. Because then you can think, well, what was I good in that situation? Well, when I was worthy at walking, or I was good enough at walking, well, I was confident. I was... um didn't even think about it. How can I adapt that resource into interviews? So we're starting to be lucid in our thinking rather being restricted in our believing. And I want you to really take that away with the belief systems that we hold are things that we choose to hold of chosen to take on consciously and unconsciously. So there might be times where we've taken things on completely uncritically, so not conscious in other words. But we can undo that because there was times we didn't have the belief. There are examples where we don't have the belief system. And therefore, if there are examples and if there are times, then we can always always bring those into our into fruition right now. And that's the real thing to consider, that the beliefs and identities and identities we have can simply be illusions. Illusions that we are creating. And we can create other illusions which will create other examples 
proving, <coughs> excuse me, proving the belief system to not be true. So I fully understand that this audio and video is simply a little bit kind of thinking based. But I want you to consider. I want you to consider and wake up to other ideas of. Um, how your beliefs work, because the more you do that, that means you're thinking outside of your belief system. The more you think outside that negative belief system or that negative identity level, it means you're putting your attention there, and therefore it's growing, and you're going to expand that, and that will make you weigh up the best decision of am I worthy? Am I good enough? When we learn from something, when we consider other examples. And then I'm going to pretty much tell, I will tell you now that over a period of time, we'll wake up from the illusions that we've created ourselves, which limit us, and awaken our mind to those things which actually allow us to thrive and grow in situations. So I hope that this video kind of makes sense. I know it's a bit of a, a mind bender, really, but it's something to definitely consider and to take away. So I look forward to speaking to you very soon about other ideas that I have. And I've got lots of subjects I'd like to talk about, which will be happening more and more and more. So I'll speak to you very soon. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Now, if you're worried about your legacy in terms of your unfulfilled dreams and desires and goals because of the issues that you experience, or you feel like you're not being the best role model for your children, for your family, the people who are in your life, and you are so committed in actually letting that stuff go so you don't have to keep on living that way for the rest of your life, the fear, the worry, the dread, the constant battle, then we have an opportunity to get on a call together and um, figure out exactly what's going on. Get to the hidden unconscious core issue. If you haven't let go of the issue, that is why you haven't found it yet, but we are great at helping people do that, to create that epiphany, and then give you a system, a strategy, uh, something that you can begin to do if you choose to, that once you do, will allow the problem just to simply disappear at an unconscious level. If that's something that you really want to do so you can finally live the life that you've always dreamt of, then this is for you. Go to josephclough.info slash go. If not, I'll speak to you on a future episode. Have a wonderful day. Many thanks and goodbye.